Hi, how are you? Welcome to the Gospel of Kennison, episode 170, brought to you the week of 7-28-22. Sponsored by our patrons with special thanks to Carrie Wright, Carrie Bernhardt, Wesley Gill. Become a sponsor today at patreon.com slash GOK. I am your host. My name is James Kennison. This is my personal audio journal. Holy crap, you guys. Man, you know what? When you work at Chick-fil-A, you work. It's the part they don't tell you. It almost became overwhelming for me. Yesterday was the day I had been work. It was my first full-time day. I had worked a week and then we went to nature. I'll talk about nature in, in a little bit, but then I went to work on Wednesday, which was yesterday and I got overwhelmed. There's so much to do. There's so much involved. And they run things so efficiently and so well, and there's so much to learn. Um, and I thought I was doing pretty good. I learned how to make eggs and they said, I'm good at it. I learned to count nuggets. I'd learned some basics on how to call salad variations. Cause when you guys come in Chick-fil-A and you ask for a different kind of salad, um, we have to deal with that and it's fine. You know, it's, it's our pleasure after all. <laughs> um, but I was, I was feeling like maybe I could start to handle things. And then I got to talking to this guy who has a training badge on like me, asked him how long he'd been there. He said three months. And I said, how much longer till you get your training thing off? And he says, oh, well, I still have to train on the other side. And he points to the other side of the kitchen. I have to train back there and I have to train over there. And, and it hit me all of a sudden, like a ton of bricks. Like, and I asked him, I said, so you mean eventually I'm going to make the rounds of all those different areas? And he said, yes. And it, and it just anxiety welled up in me so hard and now I feel better. But at the time I felt like the weight of the world just descended on my chest and I felt like I had to learn everything all at one time. I mean, that's, that's what I felt like. That's what my brain was telling me in panic mode and anxiety mode is you're going to have to learn everything and everything's going to be new and everything's going to be wrong. And you're going to fail at everything for a long time, a lot longer than you thought you thought you were getting up on this, but no. So I was, I was ready to quit. I was ready to hand in my two week notice and all the shame that would come with that, you know, from you guys, you know, after me talking about the job and the, the pressure and, and overcoming so much to do it. And, you know, and me getting all stupid, emotional last week. And, and so that there was that, and then there's my daughter, you know, me talking about her and wanting to live up to her standard and, and, um, you know, as a personal goal and, and how I would fail that. And I would look like a failure in front of my kids and my wife and, and all this. So I started thinking, okay, short of that, 
what can I do short of quitting? And I thought, well, I, I'll just sit down with somebody, you know, I'll start with my, not, not the owner. Cause that would be going over some people's heads, but I'll start with my coach guy, my leader, dude, whatever position he has. And, and I'll just say, look, I, um, can I just do this certain amount of things? And I thought about it and I, and I got on the phone with my brother, David, and I don't know, he, he, uh, he had a lot of wisdom that he was like, first of all, you don't make any decisions for a month. You, you talk, talk about this after a month. And, and he said, um, he, he, I don't know. He, I don't want to go through the whole spiel because first of all, it was two dudes talking and two dudes talking is a terrible thing to ask. What did you talk about? Because the two dudes are going to be like, we talked about chick working at Chick-fil-A and that's pretty much all I remember is <laughs> that we talked about chick working at Chick-fil-A, but he, he did a fantastic job. And by the end of the conversation, I had come back down to earth a little bit. And, and I was even like, I don't even need to have that meeting with that leader because who's to say they're not already think. Well, okay. So what I'd come to is, um, I just need to learn slowly. You know, that, that was kind of my thing that I was going to meet with the guy about is, is okay. If I have to learn it all, can it be slowly? And, and after talking to David, it came to me that that might be a wasted conversation. Who's to say that they're not already going to be doing it that way as it is. And so why not wait until they push me too hard and then say something instead of being all preemptive and assumptive and assuming that they were just going to throw me in to the, you know, cause they haven't done that so far. So anyway, so today was a lot better. Um, it's hard getting up in the morning y'all. And I know for, for those of you that do it all the time, it's no big deal, but for me, it's a big deal. And I get up at six and I give myself an hour, uh, to eat shower get ready and drive there. And that gives me about 10 minutes before I have to clock in. And this is all new to me and it's hard. And, uh, I know some of you have done it for years and years and years. And it's, and it's like the back of your hand. But for me, it's I feel like the guy that, that is trying to learn to use his legs again. And he's, he's using those pipes you know, that his hands are on and he's holding on to them and he's trying to walk. And, and most of his pressure is on the wrong part of his body, his hands, and only a little bit of pressure is on his feet. Cause he's trying to learn to use his legs again. That's the way I feel about life right now. Like I've been using my voice with podcasting and, and I've been sitting most of that time, you know, um, and, and so, you know, it, it's rough, it's rough on me. Okay. So feel sorry for me. That's what I want. I, I just want you to be like, 
Yeah, I get it, James. You're not a total wimp, even though that's honestly my my issue. I come home very sore, very worn out, feet hurt really bad. And it's all because I'm using parts of my body that I literally haven't used in that way in a long, long, long time. And man, I can't even imagine. These are eight hour days that I'm doing two in a row. Can't imagine having gone to Amazon and working four 10 hour days, going from zero to four 10 hour days a week. That would have been a nightmare on my body. I don't know. Ooh, anyway, no bad news. So, um, so today was different for me. I, I got up, I, I felt like I had a little more sleep because I've been struggling with sleep and, and getting up has been hard. Um, but sure enough, I got there and they, they didn't put me on eggs. I heard him talking about me, where to put me. He's pretty good on eggs. He's good on eggs. I heard him say, I'm like, dang it. I shouldn't have been so good on eggs. And, and so I got put on, um, making minis, you know, those yummy minis, the little, the little bread things that have a chicken nugget inside of it. I got to make those and I got to make some biscuits. I got started to get trained on biscuits. And uh, biscuits are not as bad as salads because biscuits only come with either bacon, chicken, or sausage. And uh, there's the basic sauce, chicken, you know, biscuit. There's a basic thing. And, and then they add to it and you can read it off the screen and the short names make sense. With salads, it doesn't always make sense. Um. You just have to trust me on that because I don't want to bore you with all the stupid chicken details. But um, so I learned how to wrap uh, biscuits and and I I tried to get fast at making minis. Making minis is a tedious practice. They're they're very good. They are good. I don't know that I'll ever eat one ever again in my life because, you know, you, you play with them and you just don't want to eat them. But um I mean, they have the honey butter on top and the little chicken nugget inside. And it's just, you know, I remember liking them before I got the job. Um, so anyway, I did, I made a lot of those. And then after that was the breakfast rush after breakfast, um, I assumed I'd be counting nuggets, but they put me on buns, which is on the other side of the counter. See, th that's the whole thing I want to point out is my worst fear from yesterday started today. Okay. So I can't remember what they call it, but let's just say that the part of the restaurant I was learning to work in was side one. Um, now I'm being moved into side two. So side one counts nuggets and uh, makes uh, nuggets and stuff. Side two makes fillets and uh, spicy chicken fillets and sandwiches and stuff like that. And they need buns. And buns, you would think, would be an easy job. I thought it was an easy job. I've watched other people do it, and I'd been like, oh, well, I wish I had that job. That job would be easy. 
It is not easy. There is nothing easy at Chick-fil-A. That's GOK for today. There's nothing easy at, at Chick-fil-A if you do it right. Um, okay, so th there are five pans um, with 12 buns, and every bun has to be buttered and toasted and have two pickles put on it and then put back together. And you make 12 of those, and you turn one of the trays upside down on top of it so it's kind of heat sealed and yet protected and you stack up five of those and they rotate you so you always put the new one at the bottom and they work their way down all right i, I don't want to go into major boring detail on everything because i could understand that would get very monotonous and stuff so i'm trying to give you the basics um but let me just say that uh, I have to butter them and toast them, put them through this machine that kind of poops them out the bottom and they're toasted. Uh, and, and it's tedious work and it's, it's, it, in theory is easy. Okay. It, it really is. It's a lot easier than having to watch that screen, but I am also the reason like, like if I run out, if you run out, if I don't keep up, <clears throat> if I don't keep up. Um, they can't make sandwiches. And so it is so dang important. And um, they got down to like one tray and I'm over there trying as fast as I can to toast and to, and to pull out exactly two pickles and put them back together. And, oh, it was, uh, but after it was over, they said I did a good job. They said I'd nailed it. <sighs> So a lot of people actually said I did a good job today. Um, there's a couple folks that did. One guy introduced me to another worker and said, he's a 10 as a person and as a worker. And I was like, wow, wow, wow. And then I had a conversation. They, they made me um, scrub out the floor in the walkout uh, or the walk-in freezer. Uh, which I was trained on the other day and they thought they were going to train me again. And I was like, I've been trained. You want me to just do it? And they're like, sure. I was like, well, I might want you to come check on me and I might have questions and stuff, but I did have a couple questions, but I did it. I did the job. I pulled everything out that was on the floor. I, I threw the sanitizing water down. I scrubbed the entire floor. And then I, uh, I, I t used a squeegee to pull all the water out and put it down the drain under the sink. And, uh, and then I put all the stuff back in and, um, with minimal help, mostly by myself. And then I had the trainer check my work and she said it, it was great. Um, so yeah, I did that too. And it was rough on my lower back. Um, but, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, there's been a lot of ups and downs the last, you know, since I started working and since the last podcast, uh, I've wanted to quit several times, um, and it's not so much I want to quit because my back hurts or my feet hurt or anything like that. It's because there's, I feel so inadequate, and um, that's what I came to yesterday is that that is ridiculous uh, because they will work with me at my own pace, and they proved that with the eggs because I heard them say it. He's good on eggs. He's real good on eggs. 
And I was like, why did I have to be so good on eggs? Because now they're going to move me to something else. And there's another dude that works there. I don't want to tell you his name. I will give him a nickname. His name is Dang It. Okay? Um, not, I'm not crazy about Dang It. Um, he, he's kind of lazy. And he's always trying to get the least uh, important job. He's always trying to get out of uh, doing what he's supposed to do. And, and um, he just doesn't have a strong work ethic. So, uh, dang it, is his name. And uh, he, he gets mad easy. And he's like the only one in the whole place that gets mad. And uh, he's new. He's new. And uh, dang it, wanted my job. He wanted to be toasting buns. He, and he came over and said, oh, I got you, bud. Like he was just going to take it over. And they said, no, no, we want you over here. And they wanted him on screens watching, filling nugget orders. You know why? Because he's not good at it. He's slow. And the training, I'm realizing what they're doing is they're waiting until you get good at it. And then when you do, they move you to something else. And that's why I'm moving around the kitchen is because I'm, I'm getting better at things and then they're moving me to something new. And so it's, um, I, I guess it's a, a, I don't want to say an honor, um, but it's a good thing. I guess a good thing, even though it's a stressful thing because you know me and I know me and I would love to make eggs and count nuggets forever, but they call it cross training. And, uh, apparently this is a new thing in fast food. When I worked in Wendy's back in 1994, 95, somewhere in there, when I worked at Wendy's, I worked the grill and that was it. And, um, they don't do it that way anymore, apparently, especially at Chick-fil-A. They train you on everything in the kitchen. That way, if somebody calls out or there's something upset, that they, they can move literally anyone in the kitchen to that position and they can pick it up and go because they know it. And it makes a lot of sense. It really does. But yesterday, that was just hugely overwhelming to me that, that I would eventually have to learn how to batter and fry and grill and make sausage biscuits and chicken biscuits and, and how to make sandwiches with tomato and lettuce. I don't even like touching tomatoes, much less messing with them. Oh, blah, 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 blah. anyway, I don't like tomatoes at all. So it's still a little stressful, but it's going to be okay. I'm okay. Um, my brother was good to me. He was, he was very good to me. Um, like I said, I won't go through all the details of our conversation. Um, but he, uh, he, it, I'd been trying to call him cause I wanted to just tell him that I got a job and I was, we, we were going to, I was going to brag and be like, Hey, yeah, I got a job. But yeah, I'm awesome. But instead, by the time I got a hold of him, I was, it was yesterday and I was all depressed about it and wanted to quit. So I didn't even get a good brag in. I, I just like, it's beating me to death. I don't know. I don't know how to do this. Anyway. Uh, 
anyway, so nature, I decided I'd talk about nature. So I, I did my first week of work and then I went on Monday and Tuesday. Um, actually it started Sunday night and then all day Monday. And then we came home on Tuesday. We went to Echo Lake nah, State Park. I think it's called Echo Echo Bluff. Echo Bluff. Maybe it's Echo Bluff. I don't know. But it's uh, about three, about two and a half hours away. And uh, we went on this river and we went kayaking. And I'd never kayaked before. And I didn't know what I was in for. I just knew that kayaks kind of sit on top of the water and that mine was going to be very top heavy because I'm a heavy guy. And I figured I'd flip over a lot. Well, I didn't for a while. <laughs> and eventually, eventually there was this, there was this, uh, branch that was going out over the water and I thought it was a lot further away, but the, 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 the tide, it's not the tide, the current picked up and swept me right into it, pushed me over. I went, me and the boat both went up underneath the branch and I came up, I swallowed some water through my nose and the whole thing. And, oh, it was just, it was just not, it was not fun. At, at that point I was done, but you know, unlike so many things, like when you're done playing a video game, you just shut it off. You know, even if you're mad in rage quit, you know, that's what they call it. But when you're in a river and you got four more miles, you could be done all you want, but you still got to finish those four miles. So I became a paddler, man. I was paddling, but I wasn't the first one to fall off my kayak. My, my wife was, and, uh, looking back, it's kind of funny, but at the time I saw her hit this stump that was sticking up out of the water and her boat went up on it. She fell out. All of the stuff that was, she had set on the kayak is, is going down the river and so is uh, one of her Crocs it's floating. I jumped, I jumped off my boat. I just went into whitewater rafting mode. I just assumed for some reason that her life was in danger. And I jumped off, didn't even think about it. And I ran to where all her stuff was floating down. And I grabbed it all. And, um, and then I had to figure out a way. I had to go upstream and then let the, the current take me past her boat because it was hung up on the stump and grab it and and then we had to go recover a paddle and it was it was a big old hairy deal um but there's a video because my kids being the, the delightful souls that they are knew that this was going to be a problem for us and instead of warning us you know they actually uh started videotaping from their phone um, and I apparently disappointed them because I avoided the obstacle, but they do, uh, have a video of my wife hitting it and falling out of the kayak. Now to their credit, the video ends immediately after this happens because everybody went into panic mode and save mom mode. Um, but yeah, it's a little, uh, it's a little disturbing that my kids saw a, a potential problem and said, you know what? Dad's going to like completely eat it on this, on this thing. We might as well get it on video. I was glad to disappoint them. 
So, um, so let me summarize things for you. I had some work, you know, first time job in 10 years. And then we went to nature, which was work. I went down a river, slept in a bed that wasn't mine, you know, walked around a lot. It's my wife's idea, you know, of a good time is being out in nature. And, and I'm not that guy I, to, to, for me, vacation is having no responsibilities, having nothing that is draining your mind or your time or your energy. And, uh, so I go, I go along because I need to save people's crocs and stuff. Uh, but, but it, it, it took things away from me. So we were summarizing, right? So work nature. And then I went back to work and that's where we're at now on the 28th of, of, uh, July is, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm worked up. I'm worked out. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm struggling, but it's, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Did I mention also that that Sunday I had children's church that I filled in for and I came home and had to shave both dogs before we took them to, to their caregivers before nature. So there was work at Chick-fil-A. Then I had Sunday service and then I came home and shaved both dogs, which is work. And then I went on nature, which is work. And then I came back and had work. So, um, if you were with me right now, you might say, James, well, you're just killing it, man. No, it's killing me. <laughs> it's killing me. Trust me. I got in a hot bathtub today and just soaked like, like some old man because my feet and legs were killing me. My lower back was killing me. Um, something about standing there and standing still and doing those buns. Um, I think I, I noticed things more. Cause when you're doing nuggets, you're standing, but you're moving, you know, and you're walking back and forth and all this. And with the buns, it's, it's pretty much a stand there and, and do it kind of thing. So I don't know. I don't know, man. All I know is I promised my brother that I would give it a month. So, and I, and I, I, my anxiety though, boy, it, it just, it, it reared up and I believed what it was saying and I'm kind of ashamed of myself. But uh, I don't think they're going to rush me through anything. I think, you know, if I look at dang it, um, they're keeping him held back because he's not real good at looking at the screen and filling orders. So they're they're keeping him there while I'm moving over to biscuits and buns, which sounds like a strip club that <laughs> I would start. You can come in and have biscuits and look at buns. I, I don't know. It's terrible. <laughs> biscuits and buns. Anyway, uh, so, so dang, it's not going to move forward in his training until he gets good at that. So they are letting him move at his own pace. And I have no reason to think that they won't let me do the same. So today I showed them that I could do buns. I doubt I'll have to do buns again unless they need somebody fast 
Um, cause I've seen other people do it and they were doing it all casual. So I assume the job was real casual and don't get me wrong. There are times when it was casual, like after, after, uh, one o'clock or two o'clock things slowed down and, and yeah, there was, there was a little bit of standing while I was waiting for them to use up a tray of buns so I could start a new batch. Um, but, uh, that during that rush, it was as stressful as anything else that I've done there. There are no easy jobs at Chick-fil-A. It is, my brother said it's a premium fast food restaurant. He says it's the BMW of fast food. And, uh, he, he used to work for BMW, so he ought to know. And, uh, he says when you, you know, when you, when you work for a place like that, they have high expectations and they do, they do. The owner asked me how I was doing today. And I said, I'm doing good. It's like, he's like, how about the work? I said, it's hard, but it's good work. You know, it's good. And I said, I know, you know, this already, but you got, you got good people here. And I don't know if he, how he took that. I, I hope he didn't take it as I was sucking up because I didn't mean it that way. And I don't suck up. Um, I was just really bragging on him because you can tell a lot about a leader by the type of people that are attracted to him and, and you know, the people that he surrounds himself with. And so far all the leaders are, are so great and they're so patient and um, you can ask questions and they will answer them. And uh, I think it's because they've been there. They've been in my position and they know what it was like to be new. And, but they, but, it doesn't explain everything because one time I had a job where I was a parts deliverer for uh, a Ford dealership in Kingsland, Georgia. And I was being trained by the guy that used to run the parts. And so we'd get in a truck and he, the first day he was great. He showed me where to turn, where to go, what phone calls to make, how to keep in touch with home base, you know, blah, 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 blah. But on day two, he became an absolute butt because he expected me to remember every single thing. And we're at stoplights. And I'm like, I don't know whether to turn right or left. And he's like, just to it, just to it. You're supposed to remember it. You're supposed to remember it. And, and I, I would turn wrong and he'd cuss at me and it just made it Hades is what it did. It was the worst thing ever. And, and, and I actually kind of slid a little bit of that into the, um, into the, the, the interview, when they were interviewing me, they said, what's your worst fear about returning to work? And I said, you know, I have this thing where I want to do a good job. And that means I ask more than my share of questions. And I, and I'll ask again and again. And, um, I'm, I'm just afraid that, that, that will be annoying. And she said, Oh no, no that's not even going to be an issue. And she, she just blew it off completely. And she was right in doing so because it dude, I don't care who I've talked to. Nobody has, has ever like, like even, even a guy that was just making fruit bowl bowls today. I, I just went up to him because somebody handed me a lettuce, an empty lettuce bucket and said, go get more lettuce. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> you know, I know what lettuce is. I'm not stupid. But I don't know where y'all keep lettuce. I don't know what it's going to look like when I get there. So I asked one of the guys that make fruit bowls. I'm like, 
can you help me find Leslie? He's like, sure. And he, he led me back there, opened up the walk-in cooler, showed me, told me about the rotation, you know, and here's this and this. And usually the, some of them might be down here. So you have to check there first and blah, blah, blah. And told me more information than it trained me basically on how to find lettuce. And uh, I grabbed my lettuce and I took it back up there and I had, had, I had this mini adventure um, all because this guy uh, who was not even a leader, he was just another coworker, uh, acted like a leader and, and helped me and didn't treat me like I was stupid and didn't cuss at me. And so, you know, I, I want to say, uh, just big, you know, a big hats off to Chick-fil-A, uh, because, um, you know, I, my, my anxiety seems to be based on nothing but my own fears, you know, and my own desire to want to want to do good. And David uh, on the phone call said, the only reason why it's bothering you so much is because you want to do a good job. You, you, you care, you have a work ethic. And I'm like, you're right. Cause dang it. Sure. Ain't worried about it. He's not staying up at night worried that he's not doing fast enough. He's not, he's just upset. Cause I, I got the, um, the bun job, but I know dang it was happy when he saw me back there scrubbing that daggum floor in the walking, uh, refrigerator. Um, but I didn't care. I didn't care. I don't mind doing the work. I don't mind it. I don't like trash. I'll tell you that right now. And I don't like washing dishes and I eventually probably will have to. Um, but they do have a dishwasher. So there is that. And it's not like it's a million cups and spoons and knives and forks. It's equipment. So washing equipment, you know, is different than just washing plates and pans and stuff. And I did that. I did that for a, um, for a buffet. And all I did was wash those buffet plates. And, uh, it was in, and, and we, and wash silverware and you had to load the dishwasher, run it and empty it, load it, run it, empty it, load it, run it. I mean, all day, all evening. And, uh, that's why I hate washing dishes and the idea of doing it. But, um, I don't know. I, I really had this thing that when I was, when I was squeegeeing out the walk-in closet, I thought about why do I work so hard when I hate what I'm doing? Cause I really do hate it. I mean, really between making podcasts and doing artwork, which is, you know, how I've made my money a little bit of money, um, for the last 10 years or so. Uh, versus making a few bucks an hour, um, you know, with the sweat of my brow and being uncomfortable and sore and tired and, and, you know, and, and cleaning out a floor of a walk-in cooler, you know, what is, why do I, why do I push myself so hard? And, I kind of, I kind of came to the thing of I'm doing this kind of as unto the Lord. I don't think of it that way, but I, I, I work it that way because I'm not doing it to impress anybody there. I'm doing a good job because I, 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 that's the only thing I've got is, 
is that it must be for the Lord. Um, just to bring honor to the Lord. Um, cause it's working its way around that I'm a former pastor. Um, uh, today I had a conversation with a guy and he says, uh, so what'd you, did you work fast food before? And I said, no, I haven't worked in 10 years. Well, what'd you do? You know, what'd you do? I said, I was a children's pastor. And he, did you like it? I said, yeah, I loved it, man. I loved it. Well, why'd you quit? Well, I had depression hit me and 10 years later, here I am, you know? He said, oh, okay. Yeah. They don't quite know what to say, but I don't feel like hiding the truth but I don't want to burden them with a bunch of details either, you know? So anyway, when, if they, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I should hide it or not, but I've, I've decided not to, you know, I'm not going to run around with a, with a, with a tattooed across my forehead that I, I used to be a pastor um, and still technically am a credentialed minister of the assemblies of God. But if people ask, you know, what I did, you know, I, I will tell them. And why haven't you worked for 10 years? I, you know, with one guy, I told him medical conditions and another guy told him depression. So, you know, people can find out as much as they want to know. And I, I won't offer anything extra. You know what I'm saying? We'll just play it like that. Thanks for the feedback, by the way. I, I've gotten a ton of feedback from last episode, and I, I really appreciate it. Um, it's a little embarrassing, uh, especially when people in your real life that listen to your show come up to you, and they're like, I'm so proud of you for, for working. You know, I was, I, I, got, I got emotional with, with you, and, you know, um, they, they don't say it like that, but that's the way I feel. I feel like, oh man, you know, this is supposed to go out to people I don't know. <laughs> this is made for them. It's made to to be a, a sounding board that I never have to actually hear the the sound bounce off of, you know. And uh, but anyway, so people in real life have have commented, and and then many of you uh, sent messages uh, through through Facebook and and through email and. And I appreciate it. I really do. And I'm glad that uh, I have your support. And um, I'm glad you seem to get it. Because I, I, really, I, I was really mixed on last episode. Because I was talking about pride. And, and then I was talking about you know myself. And I don't know. I, I don't like doing all that. So, um, so anyway. Uh, uh, one last thing. One last thing before I go. Um, so Honeywell, you've heard that that uh, name before, I'm sure. They, I think they make uh, thermostats <laughs> and air conditioner parts and stuff like that. Well, they used to make uh, a, a RF remote, a radio frequency remote for, for, for um, advancing slides on uh on powerpoint and other slide showing software and the 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 reason why i bring it up is is i used it in children's ministry 10 years ago uh 
and I loved it. It was an RF remote, so it didn't have. It's not like IR infrared, where where it has a little red button, a red light that has to connect with another red light, like on your Roku. Uh, it didn't have to have direct line of sight. I could have this thing in 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 my pocket and click it, and it would advance a slide, um, no matter where I was in my in my uh, chapel, uh, because it didn't have to have direct contact and it had 150 yard range. It's, it's a great product and it's programmable. And the reason why you need it for, um, some of these, uh, pro uh, pro presenter and song show plus and all that is because they have weird keys for advancing to the next slide. Cause a lot of times these programs are meant to be run by an individual volunteer and they just click on the next slide for you. Well, I'm finding that first of all, in children's ministry, um, currently there are, uh, middle school volunteers and they are very easily distracted. And I rely heavily on timing with my, with my, uh, slides. Uh, I, I have a lot of slides. I make custom slides. I put verses on them. I put my main points on them. I put things I want the kids to repeat on them. I, I play games using them. Um, I put sound effects in them, you know, I make videos, uh, for game times and all this kind of stuff and stuff has to go, go off. And, and I, I get tired of pointing the screen and saying, okay, next slide. Okay. Next slide. So anyway, I, I went on to, to, to see if I could find my old remote and lo and behold, after digging through tons and tons of drawers full of old technology and all you nerds and geeks out there will know what I'm talking about. Just the stuff you can't throw away. I found the receiver. I didn't find the clicker, but I found the receiver and I got on eBay and I had to get on eBay because they don't make these anymore. They quit making them. And I found a remote for $20. And, uh, long story short, I got everything plugged in. It synced up with, with my receiver. Um, I was able to program it. I, uh, found out what software we use at the church and I found out what they use for advancing and reviewing, re, you know, going backwards in slides. And I programmed the remote and everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. So Sunday I'll go in there and I'll plug it in and I'll show her how to use it. And the regular children's pastor lady can then make use of it or not. I don't know, but I certainly will be using it come August 7th when I do the next children's ministry, it's going to be a BGMC Sunday. That's boys and girls missionary, uh, challenge. And, um, I'm going to be doing that, uh, not this Sunday, but next Sunday. So it's coming along pretty quick. So, um, here's a list of small things that I need to do. Uh, but, but are kind of on hold because of my weird, I don't know how to, I don't know how to operate with the schedule yet. I've only had, this is my first full-time week. Um, I need a haircut because you guys shaved my head at Narthex con and it's growing back in and I look like a light bulb cause it's all growing straight out all the same length all the way around my head. And, uh, luckily my hat hides most of that, but it, it, it's terrible. I need a haircut and I also need to go to counseling. Um, and I'm trying to find a day of the week that I can be off every time that will work so that I could go get a haircut and I could go to the counselor. Um, right now I'm shooting for Mondays, trying to get Mondays off. 
um, because it's also messed up my podcasting schedule. We used to record that story show on Thursday nights. Well, for instance, this Thursday night, I'm working uh, well past that five o'clock hour. And um, uh, matter of fact, what today is Thursday. Yeah, I, I actually work till four. So that's not actually true. But it's not enough time for me to sit down and put down a show. And it's definitely not feeling good um, coming home, sore, tired, smelling like grease, you know, and then sit down and do a podcast. So we're, we're talking about moving the podcast recording to Monday night. We haven't done it yet. I released a uh, compilation of uh, Patreon content as an episode. And I thought that was a good idea. It was John's idea. And so um, hopefully that'll tide people over until we can get back to recording at a schedule. So anyway, if you pray for me, pray, pray for my anxiety, um, pray for my body to adjust to all this work and uh, pray for my hobbies. Cause I still want to do my podcast. I don't want this thing to eat up my, my, my show. Cause my show was the one thing that, that, uh, you know, I, I know I took breaks and, and failed and stuff, but it, it more, more often than not, I stuck with it through all of the crap and I, I, I don't want to quit. I, I love it. I think we have years left in us and, uh, you guys are always sending in stories and stuff like that. So anyway, it's at the 45 minute mark. I'll let you go. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. And, uh, I appreciate you make sure um, that you, uh, follow me on Facebook. Uh, you can friend me if you want. It's, uh, James Kennison, uh, twitter.com slash NLCast. Um, and then my Instagram is NLCast. I post once in a while. I, um, I post at least twice a week. So if you, if you like that kind of thing, um, that's where I'm at and that's where we interact and stuff. Uh, send me an email if you want to. And I will read it and I will respond back to you. How about that? Uh, we'll talk to you guys later ne next week, perhaps. And uh, maybe I'm maybe I'll still be alive and kicking. Um, and maybe I'll be stronger, faster, better. You know what I'm saying? Bye-bye. Um,